Welcome back to the talking. Oh, welcome back to Talking Heads and Tails podcast. What are we now? Episode nineteen. You've lost me. It's been two and a half weeks out now. Well, I think it's twenty. This is twenty. 20 yeah. All right, okay. Well, twentieth episode. Hey, that's not bad actually. It's not. We're still going milestone. <laughs> It is a milestone, um, yeah. I mean, we've not done one every week, but I think we've, we've done more yeah. than we've, we've done, definitely done more than we've missed. So, so we've done all right. And, yeah. I mean, what's it been? Two and a half weeks. I think that was a sort of sensible amount of time to leave it, given um, spending Magic Weekend together and listening to Brad shout, go left every time they went right <laughs> um, for two days. So that's been good. Hottest day of the year yesterday, hottest day of. Ever was it in recorded in the yeah, UK ever yesterday? In the UK. So how are we feeling? How did we cope? Um, um. Can, can I just say with the go left, you never actually run when you when you when, when you say go left because your left and their left is completely different. And you could be supporting either team. I mean, that, only, <laughs> that didn't work. That didn't work for the Salford game, but it could have worked for any other game. Yeah, exactly. But it did work for the Salford game now. But yeah, I think the heat's definitely taken out, taken it out of the especially the last two days. It was absolutely ridiculous. Are we the only country that go abroad to search the heat, search for heat and the sun? But when it hits it hits England or the UK, bedlam. Yeah. Kind of quite snow. It's like we've never seen anything before. Like I saw like a really old weather. Weatherman, weatherman, do his yeah. report. And what these people happened like 14 years ago. And there wasn't, like, World War Three. I know World War Three is happening over in Russia, but like, the weather was just causing carnage. was hot, though, Brad. Like, it, it was really hot. Oh, I'm not doubting that. I couldn't really sleep last night, so it was ridiculous. But, it was, uh, go on. Like, all these fires are absolutely ridiculous. It's just carnage, isn't it? It's nuts, mate. It doesn't help when you've got idiots driving down the motorway throwing the fucking cigarette buds out. That may start a fire, especially at that heat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the wind for me. Like, there was just like, I don't know what it was like where you boys are, but obviously I'm in, in the city centre. The wind, if it did blow, was just like ridiculously warm. Like so, there was like there was just like no escape in it. So yesterday I was working from home with the blinds shut and a fan on, and I managed to keep it at like a bearable temperature. So I am um, I I I'm the same there, Jed. So it's like dead windy, and I had the window open, and I thought, oh, like it's dead windy, so I'll cool I'll cool down a bit. So I literally went around the entire house, opened all the doors and windows. There's like a proper through breeze coming through. And my room, the room got hotter. Yeah. No, you're not meant to open you. So Monday, I worked from the office, got in, and my house was actually cold. Like I walked in, it's like nice and nice and cool. The missus came back that evening, and she must have done something on Tuesday. I know it was a little bit hotter, but I worked from home. It was the hottest the house has ever been. Ridiculous. But that's from opening the window. You're not meant to open the windows, are you? No. Are you not? No. no. I learned from that mistake. And, then, and like it's weird, like the house has then stayed hot. No, like it's not even hot outside, but still hot in the house. Like upstairs in the bedroom, it's still hot. Yeah, that's the thing. Our, our houses in this country, this is why we can't cope with the heat, uh, designed to keep the heat in in winter. And 
keep the heat out in summer. But if you let the heat in and at night that heat is still there because it doesn't get cool, like you're just absolutely fucked. Yeah. However, yeah. The, br- the breeze tonight is absolutely glorious. Yeah. I've just put I mean, a jump from. been a bit Chilling. of a shite there. I won't go that far. <laughs> no. If you went for a run outside, yeah, I am in a vest. Went to the gym in a vest. It's still absolutely roasting. But it's yeah. nice and it is nice and breezy. Sat here with the window open. Neighbours listening to the podcast. Nice. Um, Avid listeners. Early, I, early listeners. Yeah, spe- special edition. Um, I was walking back from work on Monday and saw somebody who I think could have solved um, the heat crisis. And um, he he looked like he'd thought outside the box of how to avoid the heat. Go on. Um, he was wearing full camo. So I'm not sure if that means that if the sun can't see you, it can't heat you up. Exactly. If you leave the rest of your body at home, you surely it's going to be cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the rest of his body was at home in the bath, and he was just a head floating around Dean's gut. On that rhetoric, does John Cena never feel anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Never, I mean, he could. He, he could see. survive. Yeah. Who who could survive more extremes? Nims Perjure or John Cena? Well, John Cena, because you can't see him. John Cena's probably done everything Nims, Nims Purge has done just quicker, but yeah. hasn't had the glory because no one's seen him do it. Yeah, you know what? Substitute the bo- the uh, boogeyman <laughs> out for John Cena in your, apoc- <laughs> in your apocalypse and you're onto an absolute corker. How can the zombies kill him if they can't see him? Exactly. I still think the zombies will be shit scared of someone eating worms. That's the name of Brad's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Brad, how's, how's your week been? How have you been since we last saw you? I mean, I'm guessing we'll have a bit of a uh, scoot over Magic Weekend later. Unless you want to do it now? Uh, yeah, we'll touch on Magic Weekend. We'll start off on us uh, weekending our friendship in actual presence and not just over Zoom. Uh, top weekend. I genuinely think Magic Weekend, for me anyway, can't really beat her. Six games of the finest rugby league. Just crazy, really, isn't it? And it's yeah. a massive pistol. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Like, the thing I love about it as well is, I mean, from I mean, living in the city centre of Manchester, I mean, you might be a bit different, Brad, living in Lee, but I don't really see, like, a big concentration of rugby league fans, like diehard rugby league fans, uh, in one place. Um, so, it's just nice for that, I think, because they are great people, and you see, you see some absolutely corkers of Alton. Yeah, yeah, you everyone's, do. everyone's just so like-minded, aren't they? Everyone knows. You go, you watch a little bit of rugby. Sometimes you only watch the team you support, but you always know you're going to go in. You're going to order two, a two pinter, and sort of the day, the day starts from there. So yeah. yeah, and it is class. The only thing I'd say is just picking up on what you said there, Brad. That sort of blows my mind a little bit that people just come to Newcastle just to watch one game of rugby and then leave. I find it mad. Like you've you've got a ticket to watch. You know how much more is a ticket to watch all the games? It's not a cost thing. No, it's not because you you don't pay per game. You pay per day, don't you? So yeah. Do you know what? I I, I kind of do understand why you would just leave. If like say some of the Salford fans obviously kick us at half one. 
you have to get like the first train into Newcastle on a Sunday. And then do they really want to watch like Warrington v Catalan? Some some obviously do, but some just want to go and experience experience Newcastle for what it's worth. Shall I tell you who didn't want to watch Warrington Catalan? <laughs> Two thirds of the podcast. I am not even gonna <laughs> ever seen a man be somewhere and look like they don't want to be there so much in my life. Pads or two pints of Madrid and a pint of Summersby, and honestly, it was like his soul had left him. It's like he'd had a it's like he'd had a run in with a dementor. <laughs> Fuck, more than a run in, mate. I'd had the shit kicked out of me by a dementor. I think. I think I enjoyed the Salford game and I was like, in, you know, having a laugh and enjoying my two-point in Madrid. And then something happened like 20 minutes into the Catalan game. Me thinking, this is, could actually be quite a good game. You know, Catalan might turn up. Catalan didn't turn up and Warrington <laughs> were running away with it. And I just thought, what am I doing here? Brad left for about 10 minutes, <laughs> went to the toilet, got back. And I was like, Mm, you'll be surprised to know, Brad, that no words have been exchanged for the last <laughs> Um I don't know. It just—I think it just—I think the weekend caught up with me because we did we did what we usually did. We we, did, we usually do when we see each other. You got here on Friday night. We had two pints, and then we ended up in town. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll put my hand up and say that was probably my fault. In that, used to like, no, we're just staying. I went, we're not staying in. We do. Every- Guaranteed, if you see each other over a three-day period, first day, go Always too go hard. hard. Yeah. Sat- but to be fair, on Saturday, we absolutely sent it too, so we can't even use that as an excuse. Yeah, but no. that just all catches up with you. By Sunday, uh, like when the guy kept spe- at, the, at the Salford game, when the guy just kept, he kept speaking to me and, and kept shouting stuff about Salford, and I was just like, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just you and the guy, and then I just oh come I on, just, mate. He's got a life. name. He's called Brad. <laughs> no, yeah. I was wondering. It's like no one else is speaking to him. <laughs> um, it was yeah, the it was devil. Just... It was the devil. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there was a point. Actually, the turning point was getting uh, curry curry versed and. A, a Summersby cider and sitting outside St James's Park. I ate that and was like, "Yep, <laughs> I'm done here. That's that's the end of the weekend mentally. I'm I'm done." I completely over overestimated that Summersby cider. I thought it'd be actual apple cider, but it wasn't. It was just like an normal cider. And I went, "This is this is going to send me under." And then the food is actually nice, but then also like really sweet. Yeah. I should have learnt my lesson with the cider, though, because the day before, I was like, oh, maybe I'd want a Kingston Press Berry. And we had them. And I was like, why have I done this to myself? This is horrendous. It was like Buckfast-flavoured cider. It was absolutely grim. Uh, So, Magic magic Weekend, just um, in terms of best things we saw there, I mean, there was a couple of outfits that definitely, definitely caught our eye. Uh, I mean, I'll go first. The uh, the woman in the fairly tight uh, cream full length dress with Wigan down the front and Warriors down the back in red <laughs> was it. It was something that everyone should 
should see at some point in their life. I mean, set the scene, set the scene a little bit more, Jed. It was uh, like a very normal dress that you'd see someone wear on a Saturday night or on holiday or something that has been bought from New Look, and then a load of iron-on letters. <laughs> she'd ironed on Wigan Warriors on in the dress. Yeah. She, she'd, she'd gone to the Wigan Club shop and gone, I don't want to name a number on the back, but can I have Wigan down the front and Warriors down the back, please? And I read thought, so much. Yeah, we saw this at about half one, outside the Irish Centre in Newcastle, whilst Brad got the most ill-judged second pint of Guinness anyone's <laughs> ever got. Seen. 25 degrees, what you have then just Guinness. Yeah, and then just just strolled into St James's Park holding this pint of Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never felt so no lost, shit. considering we both went through different turnstiles. I felt like I was climbing Everest with Nimsbergia. I must have gone up. 25 flights of stairs this pint of Guinness I don't know what's causing me, <laughs> <laughs> me to fall off well I've been a pint of Guinness in my hand all the, all the flight of stairs there's some like Salford fans there and they're like fuck me how is this um, Brad I'm going to jump in front of you with my my favourite outfit of the weekend because I'm worried you're going to steal it and then I'm, I'm all out actually because they were my top two my favourite outfit of well, highlight, highlight, but we're just doing outfits. We'll move on to other highlights. But my favourite sort of outfit-related highlight was the lady from Castleford who was also wearing a fairly tight-fitting Castleford Tigers dress. And I don't know how or where she got the material from, but someone out there sells Castleford Tigers, like, print. And it must, you know, I sort of don't you get what, like, eight Castleford Tigers badges per square metre. She had a dress made out of it, and it was honestly the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. What it was like, it was like, do you know them, um, them like, sports team, like, curtains that you'd get for a child's <laughs> bedroom? It was like somebody had got some of them, stitched a few together, and gone to a seamstress and gone, yeah, I want a dress out of this, love. Yeah, I did want to say that, but I didn't want to come across... Like I was insinuating something about the individual themselves, but yeah, they basically got a pair of curtains, men and a dress. Yeah, come on, Pat. Let's be honest. Yeah, they, they don't listen. They do not <laughs> listen, and they probably don't care. I was I, te- did, I, I was desperate to get a picture with her, but, but Jed was like, "Nah, I was going to kill you," and I was like, "Fair enough, we'll do that." Then. I do, I do find it mad that, right? You go and watch your team; it's quite a big occasion. What makes you get a dress full of a badge of the team you support? Big occasion, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I still think the Castleford dress is more like acceptable than the Wigan Warriors one. Yeah, because it's no. a proper job. No, not a chance. Brad, <laughs> did you see it? Are you just like forgetting it? Yeah. <sighs> Not Go sure. on then, Brad. What was your favourite outfit of my Magic Weekend? Apart I don't know. From, uh... I think obviously when we were outside the stadium, we saw Leeds Rhinos women in fancy dress. They all they all went for it fully on the Saturday. Yeah. As in, I don't know what the theme was. I think the theme might have just been fancy dress. So there's no theme there, but they all absolutely rocked whatever they were wearing. Yeah, they, I yeah. mean, I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh... I've seen a fair fair few more films than you, Brad, but I still can't put like a 80s gym class teacher and a parrot in the same sort of 
don't know. Shout out, shout out us if you if you do know of a film that has a parrot and a eighties gym class person in it. The only yeah, reason but... I thought it was Toy Story, but I think that went out the window fairly quickly when I saw. What was yeah? I think it was the um, like gym gym wear, wasn't it? Eighties uh, aerobics. I remember when we had a um, social uh, at uni with I think it was like the gymnasts or something or the dance society, and they chose eighties. Uh, 80s... Uh, 80s aerobics is the theme and they're like oh yeah we'll go as that and we all went in shit shirts and bandanas like we looked like a Mexican cartel <laughs> so, and they turned up and they were like what few dress does they're like 80s dance obviously uh, kind of missed the boat on that one um, so other highlights of the weekend I mean obviously from a completely selfish point of view one of the best highlights was seeing Brad's reaction to Stainsby's <laughs> last-minute winner against Wigan. Uh, as a Saints fan who doesn't see many games live, as Brad will mention regularly, um, to see them score a last-minute try against Wigan uh, and be sitting with the Wigan fans and hear them all go absolutely like drop-dead silent was genuinely one of the best best rugby league memories I've had where I've not been playing. Yeah, um, I'll testify for that. I think like six minutes to go, I think we went to the toilet because I think by that point we'd have had about seven or eight pints so the seal was broken. So I came back, but I couldn't really, well, I could have got to you guys, but it'd been a hassle and the Castleford fans next to us were moaning how many times I had to get up and down because we kept getting up and down. Um, so I thought I'd stand at the back and there's a bit of commotion in front of me as there always is with Cass and when Cass and Wigan get together or when Cass are fitter at any sort of event um, so yeah I was just like on my own and then these Wigan fans are giving like giving people shit oh this is interesting and I must lie I, I won't lie early in the game when Bevan French scored well assisted John Bateman <laughs> Quality try. I do. I am a fan of rugby league, so I got up and cheered that because it was a good try. But then I thought, oh, let's give it to these Wigan fans when, when um, who was it? Was it Bachelor went over or Wellsby? Uh, Bachelor made the break and then Lomax, Lomax went over. Yeah, it was class to be fair. Given the old V's, given the Wonka signs, deserved. <laughs> yeah, it was just so. It was just so funny how all the Castleford and Salford fans that were in the in the crowd just turned and was absolutely giving them shit. It was so funny. Yeah, it was. It was good, and it was to be fair. That was probably maybe game of the weekend. I think obviously. I Saints think Goodersfield put on a good performance. Yeah, I think Saints missing a few players. Wigan obviously got Singleton sent off, which didn't help. Goodersfield was shit too, so... Um, but no, I think my highlight will be um, Geordie Lad, Sam Luckley going over and doing the Alan Shearer. Yeah. That was... Yeah, great that was class. Obviously, Salford... Salford um, I'm a Salford fan and he was... It's going for Salford. I think that was to get us back into the game, really. But it was that was a good moment. I think to be fair, even though we didn't take many, I thought the Salford fans were quite loud, quite fun. It, yeah. If 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 we got level, it'd gone absolutely off. No, yeah, I could see that, and it, it was loud when Salford were doing well. But one thing that I, I was thinking is: does Salford always turn on the team that easily when you go behind? Because it didn't take many tries for him to be uh, moaning. Many tries. Did you see the Jed, state it of took the tries? Two and a half minutes. 
I'm not being funny, but did you see the state of the tries? Yeah, right. I, know, mate. I don't know what I don't know what had happened, but from maybe like the second or third minute of the game, Salford just looked absolutely fucked. Like they were knackered. I don't know what they'd done. Is it old under under thirteen's jobby? We have to turn up two hours before to just warm up for two and a half hours, and they did that in Leeser's Park. But I don't know what. But they looked up. They just looked done before the game even got going. Yeah. We're just so inconsistent. If we, you see, when we come out the second half, we played for like 20 minutes and put 18 points on them. So we've got it in us week in, week out. But we've also got it in us to put that, in, that per, first half performance in and be behind by 24 points at half time. So it's a bit frustrating, really. But then on the back of that, we'll just beat Atalan. But 30 points to six, which is not many teams. Absolutely mad score that, Brad. Yeah, you must good. have been buzzing. Were you there? No, I was at a barbecue. So <laughs> the people at the barbecue got it when I found out Salford won. Hey, that's good, that. Um, one of my highlights of the weekend, two of my highlights from the weekend, the two little mini highlights are um, Brad obviously shouting go left and one of his um, Salford faithful saying... You should get a coaching job, you see, lad. Um, and everyone laughing at him, which is quite funny. No, yeah, but... I think um, I think you, you're downplaying that. Brad shouting go left. They then went right and scored the scored. easiest walking try <laughs> that anyone's ever scored. Hey, so that was they must have listened to me. They were listening to me. All the defenders went left. They went right. Yeah. So that was, I enjoyed that. But then the second thing I did enjoy, and I'll give you credit for it, um, was starting off. So when the, the, the Warrington fans came in and they were banging their drum and singing, um, you successfully started. You've got school in the morning, which I thought was absolutely golden. And everyone joined in and I thought it was class. So I'll give you credit where it's due. Oh, why are fans are the worst? You've got like a little group of lit, genuine like 16, 16 year olds and the funny thing about it is we played them the week before and we were like 24 points down with 20 minutes to go end up beating them and at, when with 20 minutes to go when they were up they started singing soft and get battered everywhere they go that soon turned around when we were beating them so they, they, they just deserve it and I think Warrington fans are renowned for saying one thing and then what happens on the pitch is completely different Always their year, isn't it? Always their yeah. year, yeah. And they just signed the best barbecue team you could ever have. Yeah, great barbecue. <laughs> great team. barbecue like, team. Whereas, go on. They actually signed three people from said barbecue. Three. Yeah. <laughs> they signed Dufty, Maguire and Vaughan. Obviously, Vaughan was the instigator, so Vaughan will be there with his, with his Weber out in Cheshire. Right, what what a what a time to be alive if you're a Warrington fan. I mean, they're looking at like Saints and Wigan and Hull FC have just done it signing Tex Hoy, you know, signing NRL players, but like the ones that they're signing are young, uh, good quality NRL players, not many misdemeanors on their um on their resume. But Warrington have thought, nah, fuck that. We want people who are definitely going to like end up like absolutely fucking it after two years of uh, after two months of uh, being over here. So that's good. Uh, one thing that we've not really mentioned this from uh, 
our weekend in Newcastle. So Saturday morning, got up on some nice breakfast, which was good. Uh, Pat was a wonderful host, and so was so was his better half, G. So shout out. Um, and then we went for a nice walk down to the park, kicked a ball about, had a um, had a nice drink. But I don't know if you remember, Brad. Pat went through a twenty-minute stage where he just didn't listen to anything we were saying. <laughs> I think no, it happened all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he invited us up. We went out Friday night, and he got up Saturday and immediately thought, "When are these two leaving?" Yeah, <laughs> and That's just proceeded not, not to listen to anything we said. And Today, when... Matthew, I'm not going to listen to a single thing they say. I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, that... we were like, right, we'll we'll go back to like the second half. I think it was, was it West Tigers playing. Yeah, it was, really it was just an hour out again. So, so Jed says that, and I go, yeah, that's fine. Pat doesn't say anything. Two minutes later, he goes, oh, we'll go back to the second half now. We're like, <laughs> yeah, we said that about two yeah, minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, cheers for listening, lad. Give me another example. It was our weekend. Yeah, Behave. yeah. I mean, we don't need to give examples, mate. We're not in court. We're not here to over-exaggerate. We're not here to make you feel bad, but you ignore you us know, all You know, us in hyperbole doesn't uh, doesn't go hand in hand. Um, <clears throat> Pat, any anything else to report from uh, from your weeks? Uh, no, not really. I mean, not been listening for two weeks, have I? So should be uh, just 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 living the dream now uh, what's happened what have i been doing the last couple of weeks oh i went down to london last weekend that was good um it was pretty warm it's not was it good for... is london ever good yeah it was pretty decent like we went to um engagement party on the friday night which was decent and then uh went on a boat party went to a boat party on the thames on the saturday night which was actually pretty fun actually so you know those um water boats that they have on the thames basically um, they'd strip one of them out and put a bar in it and um, they basically just invited all the mates and had a big party in the Thames. Yes, yeah. nice. Uh, so, if, it's, if it's not a water boat, what other <laughs> boat can you have? This is literally the exact thing I was going to ask. What was that? Oh, I as meant a, to say water a, bus. Sorry. As, not... as opposed to them land <laughs> boat. <laughs> I just caught, caught Brad's eye then. I'm not sure if he, if, uh, he saw me and we were both like, hmm. Not sure what you're getting at there. The uh, you know the no, water meant... boats. They're, Sorry, uh, I meant water taxi. Quite yeah, modern, no. Can we get an airplane? <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm going to work tomorrow. I'm going to drive in my land car. <laughs> right, you two. Yeah, wonder why I didn't listen to you for the entire weekend. <laughs> it's because you worried if you said stupid stuff like a water boat that we'd actually pick up on it. However, Agreed. A, a water boat party on the Thames does sound quite interesting. Was it yeah, champagne it on arrival? Caviar? Canapé? No caviar, but it was, uh, yeah, there was a few canapés knocking about, a bit of champagne. Of course there was. Yeah. Like it, like it. Was it, yeah, was yeah. it, was it hot? Yeah, too hot. Can you imagine how, how I how I was doing in thirty degree heat London? I thought, do you know what? When this boat gets going, it'll be a nice breeze. Yeah, could have swam faster than the boat. Honestly, just <laughs> chugging along. It did what you couldn't even tell it was moving. Um, so was it, it just stayed hot. I imagine it was a white shirt jobby then. 
Well, it was a white shirt that night. I learned the hard way the night before, and as I was encouraged to wear a pale yellow shirt, that oh. didn't end well. Oh, that slowly turned into like a mustard colour. Yeah, it wasn't great, but to be fair, everyone was just dead hot, so I didn't. I sort of kept it under control and didn't stand out too much from the crowd. I don't think. You like that yellow shirt, don't you? That, that's Bradford. I don't like that yellow shirt. Why do you wear it? <laughs> well, essentially, you wore it two weekends on a bouncer. Why did I wear it out the weekend before? I'm sure you did. It's hung on the back of your, the bathroom. I don't remember wearing it. Hey, I don't remember wearing it. I also don't remember listening to you two, so just a weekend <laughs> of a rage from memory in it. Yeah. Um, oh, behave. I did listen to you. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Stop getting up about it. Absolutely. You, know, you did listen to us. It just took you five minutes to program anything. Yeah. I was really, to be fair, I was really hungover on Saturday and I was trying my best to keep my shit together. And You just hungover on Saturday? Yeah, I felt awful. <laughs> Where did we end up? I can't even remember. Passing Where? clouds. Friday night, passing clouds. Yeah. We went to Newcastle's best club, which isn't the best club in the world anymore, but was used to be the best club in Newcastle. Didn't, didn't it, Brad? Yeah, all of one night, and the notices have been since. It's not very good. I, oh, that's how they ordered that whiskey drink, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. No. What? Yeah, you, yeah, you had the jeans. No, I, I, I had the yeah, that was passing clouds. That was passing clouds. No, we went to Tokyo before that, didn't we? On oh, your recommendation. I mean, things change like all the time. So if it, if it goes from a good club to a club that holds sixteen-year-olds with fair decent music, but also looks like shit all, then I, can, I can't control that kind of. No. What um what did you get up to, Jed, and your weekend off from Magic Weekend? You sort of still decompressing from one, not getting listened to, two, having to drive home in silence, and three, listening to Brad's terrible coaching advice. Um, I mean, I'd just like to say I didn't think the drive home was that terrible. I mean, conversation probably wasn't like fully, uh, fully there for the whole <laughs> drive back, but I enjoyed it. It was a nice evening, and we had some nice chats. I agree. You don't need a riveting chat on the way back because all you, yeah, nothing's happening, is it? Yeah, we didn't and... listen, listen to a poddy. Yeah. Well, I, I say we listened. It was on. I didn't catch a single. If Jed asked me one thing after that was said on that podcast, apart from it being three blokes and one woman, I won't know anything else. Yeah. To be fair, it was just like they were in the car and after a conversation, me and Brad were just there and didn't want to interrupt them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would describe it. Say, we were just kind of like it was just there background noise yeah um, went for a yeah. nice pint on Saturday didn't we Jed I mean yeah. I, I had a pint on my own two times and Jed came and left yeah so that was nice so Brad <laughs> uh, got a haircut uh, what else did I do at the weekend not to be fair not a lot apart from um, made a nice fish Thai red curry which was really nice uh, went for some brunch on Sunday, which was good. Um, what, and then, what, wait, what fish did you put in your Thai red curry? Uh, well, it was seafood. It was cod and prawns. Right. Nice, nice. It was good. Would recommend. Um, but probably the highlight last week. Um, I was in London, so I'm the latest 
yeah. to join the line of horrible trips back from London. Nice, like it. So I was in Kensington. We were late for our train, so we had to run to the station. It was 26, 27-ish <laughs> degrees. Um, my suit trousers were a little bit too big for me, so I was in a su- uh, suit trousers and a shirt, which is never good running attire. Uh, so my trousers kept falling down, so I had to keep stopping and pulling them up, which wasn't ideal. Got to the train station, the train was cancelled. Took us 15 minutes to get an Uber. We were supposed to be getting an Uber to Vauxhall. I had an advanced single from Houston, so we needed to get get there for six um so the estimated time of arrival to Vauxhall kept going up and up and up which to the point where we realized we were going to miss our train from Houston we had to get out in Putney uh, run through Putney Underground Station to get the tube uh, got the tube to Victoria run through Victoria Underground Station to get the tube to Houston obviously Underground Stations aren't cool places at the best of time never mind when it's 25 degrees plus outside uh, so they, by this point, I was really sweating my back out. I had moob sweat, sweat patches on my white shirt. Uh, I don't even want to know what the state of my back was like because they had a um, rucksack on. Um, so then ran for Houston Station and we did make our train. Um, shout out the standard premium class tickets, basically like first class, but just without free food. So I did have enough space to cool off but I just really feel sorry for the guy sat next to me because I was in an absolute state. Um, but yeah, then the actual train back wasn't too bad, apart from the fact I was absolutely roasting all journey. Uh, and my manager was sat across from me. So I was like, I should probably do a little bit of work because he was. Um, and then, yeah, got back, had a wagon mamas. And that was that was nice. But I don't do no, well in I'm actually impressing you to divert your way to get to the train I'd have just popped it and just gone right I'm not making it especially when old corpy life they'll pay for it lad yeah I know but like it wasn't just the fact that it was like the cost thing wasn't like wasn't an issue I just didn't want to be in London for another 45 minutes get a train where I didn't have a reserved seat risk like being in a rammed hot carriage with unreserved yeah. seat yeah that's it, when I had it? a standard premium, um, as well. That's what motivates the run. I think is the yeah. thought of having to stand up, thought of having to stand in Euston for any longer than you need to be, and then having to stand in like a vestibule area whilst someone cries and another person smells weird. Yeah, I mean, like took my took my own horn here, but the call to divert to Putney and get the tube from there. Is probably one of the one of the like best eyes up footy moments I've ever had, and I genuinely have played eyes up footy in the past. Nice. See, I wouldn't have had a clue what to so, do. Was I'd have just city it. map a job, Jed? Um, no, well, I had a look on the tube map and kind of tried to map against where we were, and um, yeah, just just had a look from there. Had a. Had a quick Google map of how long it took to get from Putney to Houston on the on the uh, tube, and just yeah, I managed hope the manager it. was impressed. Oh yeah, I mean they were like, Jed, if it if it weren't for you, we probably wouldn't have made that. So you know what, it was going in my feedback. Are you any good at your job? No. Can you navigate across London to get a train on time? Yes. Like it, like it. Um, Which- but. 
I think Trayvon's a bit of a mess at the minute. I didn't have my game against Newcastle before Magic Weekend, but I'm not going to go into it because the last five trains I've got on, Rold's been absolutely shafted by inconveniences, shall we say. Yeah, trains are not good. Uh, another highlight of my weekend, sorry, going back to my weekend, was the Saints-Huddersfield game. So, I'm not lying when I, or I'm not exaggerating when I say this, uh, it was probably one of the best performances I've seen from a Saints team and definitely one of the best this year just because of how much they controlled the game. Um, they had an injury after five minutes. Fullback went off after five minutes, so they had to reshuffle. Uh, got a red card and played with 12 men for about 50 minutes and then got another yellow card, so I had to play the last 10 with 11 players. Uh, they didn't concede. Um, I mean, it was just absolutely clinical. It was they just controlled the game so much and Johnny Lomax is the best controller of games in the world at the minute um, and I will have nothing said against that. Uh, three of the starting backline were injured and Jack Wellsby is very, very, very good at Rugby League. Yeah, I just think... serious gas as well. Yeah, I think it's just like the best team in, in Super League at the minute and Kind of exhibited by beating a team with 12 men for the best part of the game with against the third, well, what's apparently the third best team in the league. Yeah. I just feel the shit that we've got a shit manager, so they deserve every pounding that they got. Yeah, as well, another thing that happened that night was Bevan French scoring seven tries in 55 minutes against Hull. Crazy. Which, madness. I mean, like, obviously his name goes down in the book as scoring seven tries. But Jay Field did a lot for every one of those tries. Like Pretty the guy is an absolute freak. Oh I think that that's them two together on a team is just a it's it's just like a like a trick card, isn't it? Just put them put them in lads where you want to play. You do whatever you want to do because yeah. the skip that Jay Field does just to get an extra yard is absolutely ridiculous. And it's Honestly, it must be undefendable. You don't know if he's going to go inside, outside. Yeah. And he is just a freak of nature in how quick he is. Yeah, as well, like uh, going back to Jack Wellsby being good, did you see his skip outside? Uh, Toby King, supposedly one of the best centres in the league, just shot up on him and Jack Wellsby just walked around him like he was just in the park. Wellsby's really <laughs> impressed me. I did see that on Twitter. <laughs> no, it was just mental. Yeah, he's just, he's genuinely, he's, he's probably stepped up so on So good, yeah. He has, especially like since Lewis Dodd's been injured as well. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if they had Lewis Dodd. If they had Lewis Dodd, Percival, and Makinson, like consistently, it would just be a joke. Yeah, you say that, but then I think Wells be filling in at six, and then Lewis has gone to seven. I just think it's worked just as much as having Dodd there. Like, I think yeah, Wells like, be on Wells be on the ball as much as much as possible, and obviously you can do that a bit at fullback. But having him at six, he's just. Like his kicking game is ridiculous. He's yeah. also like strength wise, he's like strong as out, isn't he? So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where obviously they will play Wellsby at one and then Don at seven when he's back next year. But well, like what, I, what I think will happen is you know, like as um, Teddy's done for Roosters, like it literally is just having another six in attack. Like I think they're just going to play that and just play left and right and just Lewis Dodd just be first receiver. Yeah, I do want to touch on. Are you done with St. Ellen's like brown um, nosing or? 
No, no never well, done. I'm I'm just done with telling the truth. I'm right. I'm done. <laughs> I'm I'm done with just honestly just saying what I see. If you, um, um, you get down to a game, I might listen to some of your um, some of your rhetoric around St. Helens. But I do want to touch on another thing with rugby league. Um, oh, is it the horniest news to come out of this oh, week? It's, it's like set on wheels. Yep. Victor the Inflictor. <laughs> England 2022. Get so horny. Up there, baby. Like, oh, mate, ridiculous. Gl- glory to be his dad being an Englishman and going, son, you're not playing for them. Aussies, you play for the Poms. Yeah, I mean, it would. I mean, I just think it's mental how much one player can change my complete outlook on this World Cup. <laughs> There's still because... more to come. Wait, wait till Jack Mason says, "I'm England, England through and through." So yeah. for till I die. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think like. England now have a middle to compete with Australia and New Zealand, genuinely. Yeah, I agree. I'd I, even push it in saying that point, put Mitch Bradley at nine, and that then obviously the middle six just all freaky, can't they? Yeah. yeah so, Knowles um, at 13. It, but our, our nine position is probably the most difficult one to pick from. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think we spoke about that on the way back, actually. Yeah. One of two things we talk about. They've almost been speaking to us, but... Yeah. Um, But, like, I just think it's... It's just so good. It's good for the international game of rugby league, but it's good just as a bit of a fuck you to the Aussies, Aussies, I think. Do you know what I love? I love all these... They hate it, like, with the Queenslanders, you know, the Samoan flag at the end of the third game. Yeah, yeah. They fucking hate it because they know that they're not going to play for Australia. Like, no, you can't play Queensland and then not play for Australia. Just fuck off do what they want to do. Yeah, Victor Radl is almost saying, well, you've not picked me for any Origin games. Uh, you just suspend me for doing nothing and I'm too aggressive for you, so I'm going to go and play for Sean Wayne, who fucking loves that stuff. I've never <laughs> seen a Sean Wayne player like epitomised so much. He was like, oh yeah, I rang Sean Wayne and we had a bit of a conversation. Sean Wayne would have absolutely sweet-talked him to death. Got his husky yeah, voice. Got the husky, his... some husky voices out going, Victor, I know where you want to play, lad. I know where you want to play. <laughs> 30. Yeah. 80 minutes or 40 minutes will interchange with Knowles. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Do you think it was even a conversation? I don't, I don't even picture it being a conversation. There's no sweet talking. It was just grunting. And yeah, Sean Wayne's grunting down the phone. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was almost a, I know what you want more than you fucking do, son. <laughs> now get over here. Get that, um, get that fist on thy chest. And sing about the bloody queen. Oh, so good. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to the World Cup as it's uh, as it's getting sooner. I'm gonna try and get to some. I want to really see one of uh, a game of of each of the top teams. Really, I'd like to go and watch some of the island teams as well. Yeah. I also, with that, uh, some bit to Adley again. Have you seen the article his mum said about him going over there? And saying, "Yeah, you don't score up there for a piss up." I mean, he'll enjoy his piss up when he's over it, but he must be the ultimate vibes man in the camp. Oh, one hundred percent. He will be. He's going to be fines master. 
or social <laughs> yeah, sex. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the judge. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it will be the inflictor. Yeah. Oh, Sean's so the judge. horny. So horny for it. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah, I just hope that um, hope that we get a, get a few more uh, committing to their roots. Yeah, if did Sam Walker of Born in Leeds fame, Mark says, oh, I'm pleased for him through. It's like, to be fair, mate, you don't get another low max, so it's all right. Yeah, I mean, you've not talked to Sean yet, Sammy boy. <laughs> get, get Sean on that blower. I mean, absolutely. He's selling him a dream. Where's Victor Radley's dad from? I'm pretty sure he's from Sheffield. Sheffield, it yeah. It is Sheffield, yeah, you're right. Oh, oh. What was um? What reasoning did he, did he give that he wanted to play for England? Is it only? Is it purely just because he didn't get collect selected for? No, I said it was just Oregon. down, just like something inside him said, yeah. represent England over Australia. It's, it, that's that's the way thing. Obviously, he's grew up in Australia, but if your dad's English and your mum's Australian, it's not fifty fifty choice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, can I just say as well, his Wikipedia page. So, um, Victor's middle name is Derek. <laughs> and his middle name is Derek because it's the name of one of his father's best friends from growing up. So English. <laughs> I mean... Your uncle, of, your uncle of, Derek. Yeah, of course it's in his gut. His middle name's fucking Derek. He wasn't going to play for the Aussies, was he? Imagine oh, turning up with that green and gold on and being uh, middle name Derek. It's not going to happen, is it? Uh, but yeah, I mean, best rugby league news of the week, I think. Could be the year. Well, we'll wait until the World Cup. And if England win the World Cup, well, the Rugby League World Cup, and England win the Football World Cup, I'm not sure we'll see 2023. And England cricket win the T20 World Cup. Yeah, When's that? Is that this summer? Uh, no, it's um, this winter. winter. Like Some autumn of sport lined up, like. Yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, absolutely, absolutely buzzing for it, like. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, boys, what, what else has been in the news? I think. Rugby league's taking over a little bit. Uh, yeah. with, with the football coming back. I don't really want to touch on football until we know full transfers because Everton have absolutely nothing to talk about at the minute. Yeah. Um I mean I just I honestly think it's a bit mean talking football with you, Brad. I just feel <laughs> sorry for you. It's gonna be another struggle this year, so yeah. Um one thing I do want to mention is on the Australian theme. Uh, Cam- Cameron oh. Smith. How good at golf is Cameron Smith, man? I, yeah. Mate, nah, I'll rephrase that. How good is how good is Cameron Smith at not giving a fuck about what anyone thinks or does or says or cheers or boos? I, he just basically is the coolest bloke ever and just has amazing rounds of golf. Like he's all right at golf, but he's just basically a cool head more than anything. Yeah, mentality monster, wasn't he? Absolutely, just didn't fucking care. I love him. I think well, he's. I actually think he's class. When you have that mullet and that moustache, you're not going to care, are you? Nah. Oh no, no. I do feel a bit. Not. I do feel a bit for Rory because just what I mean. You always want a local lad to, to win the British Open. So, oh, 
tell you what, Australians in sport at the minute, they're just popping out of absolute nowhere, especially this yeah, year. Like some of the finals, like individual or teams, it's absolutely ridiculous. However, rugby union pummeled. Yeah. Pummeled. 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 Which and is Eng- good. England were missing a few thick boys too, so. That's yeah. I didn't watch much of that te- uh, that test series, but like I think there's there's two there's two sports that I can't even watch Australia win and be like, oh well they were the better team. And it's rugby union and cricket. Like uh like I watch Australia and I'm like, they're amazing at cricket. But I can't watch them myself. I can't watch England lose to them. But yeah, no, it's glad, glad to see them getting pummeled. I enjoyed that video he sent over the other day, Brad, of that lad shouting traitor at him and Eddie How um, uh, Eddie Thingy losing his head. I thought that was quite good. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, I think this is the second consecutive tour of Australia. We've gone down and pumped them in the rugby union. Do you all that, Bill? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's right. No, to be fair, I think. They've gone through a phase that's been absolutely shy at rugby union. Yeah, they're. Um, I mean, I was going to say their domestic game was horrendous, but I was in amazing. Um, but mm. like their rugby leagues, obviously, just takes over. Yeah, well, I, I do think their domestic game is like dead in the water. Isn't it? They've not done. Yeah, yeah. Not the really done a reshuffle for, for ages. Just, just the same dribble. I mean, it used to it be way. class, didn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. the. Um, is it Super Rugby? It used to obviously be like leagues with all different countries in, but like they're now just individual like countries. Yeah, I think COVID's fucked parts of Australia, and it just they've lost the marbles. Media can't really get enough of it, and then just a dying art. Yeah, um, I mean, put it this way: I think if you put Caelan Ke- Ponger in that fifteen shirt for uh, Australia. It's just a different story, isn't it? But would he play for all, the All Blacks if he was playing Union? Yeah, it's weird that I don't understand that conversation. Like, if he played Union, he'd play All Blacks. But obviously, Queenslander, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's just like a. Um, I think it's just like family, um, like qualification. Uh, but I mean, if you if you would if you could play for All Blacks or Australia Rugby Union, I know which I'm picking. Every yeah, day of the week. Yeah. Roger got his debut, didn't he? Yeah, he did in a losing <laughs> a losing side to Ireland. Ireland have uh, done well. I mean, I still stand by France are going to win the World Cup, I think. But Ireland might push them. Yeah, I think Ireland definitely semi-finalists. I think as it stands, New Zealand, Ireland and France are all in the semi-finals. Yeah, yeah. I think, we're, I think we're, England we're have got a good it. chance. Do you? To get in the semi-finals, yeah. Matters all the pools and all the... All yeah, the... that's the thing, isn't it? You don't know who's playing each... I'd, I could, I, yeah, I could have said something then and they all play each other, so it means that none of them get to... The, only one again gets yeah. to the semi-final, but I think they're the top three rugby teams in the world at the moment. You yeah. can never really um, write off South Africa, though, can you? French no, bottle especially it, World often... Yeah, South Africa always turn up for those sorts of things. No, nah, but I look at this French team and it's not like the French teams of old. If it was like five years ago, I would have been like, yeah, French are going to bottle this. But like, they are just up. They just play a different style of rugby. It's in France yeah. too, isn't it? Yeah, it's in France. You know what? I wouldn't mind going over for a game. Yeah, that would be a good shout, actually, wouldn't it? A bit of red wine. A bit um, of croissants. Yeah, a lot of croissants. 
bit of crumpet, bit of French yeah. crumpet. But they're going to Is it next summer? Yeah, I think so. It's next September. Oh, perfect oh. times. Beautiful. You can get tickets already. Oh man, you can get tickets already. What are we saying for? Just use a completely random game. Marseille. Well, I don't want to go to South Africa v Scotland. <laughs> what about the England games? <laughs> yeah. She's a, I'd only go watch all England or England. England versus Japan in Nice. Ooh. Nah. Sound, sounds nice. Yeah, I'm not. Nice. Uh, <laughs> who else we got? Who else? I'm not. Can't spot any of them. England versus Chile. Don't fancy going to that. Oh, it's a bit cold. Get any tickets for like the semis or quarters? England versus Argentina on the ninth Saturday, the 9th of September in Marseille at nine o'clock kickoff. That looks like a good do. That now, now then, now then, now then. This is the first then, podcast where we arrange, arrange the holiday whilst podcasting. Yeah. Live holiday. Is this the first ever? Are we a uh, podcast? Like I mean, my... Yeah, yeah. Get a, I mean, well... we could... get a chalet, get a little nice little. The chalet's in France, are we? Chateaus. Chateaus. Yeah, get a little house, get, get plenty of red wine in, get the red in, put the barbecue on, have three tables. One's got bread on it, one's got meat and cheese on it, and the rest has got camels and barbecue material. Are you saying get a table each? <laughs> Just so we don't have to sit with each other. <laughs> no, have you not heard, like, um, oh, who was it? Someone, I think it might be an Andy Good or someone that played in France for a little while said, like, the end of season barbecues used to just be stupid. Like, you turn up and they, like, would have these massive, like, picnic tables and one of them would just be stacked high full of, like, sausages and things going on the barbie. The next one would be stacked high full of, like, pate and bread and cheese. And then the third one would just be sleeves of cigarettes, like endless sleeves of yeah. cigarettes. And they just like basically... The, um, the full on. French breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> full French breakfast, a black coffee, a croissant, and a Marlboro Gold. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. You can't well, beat I it. Know- if, if you're wondering why I'm on Saturday the 9th of <laughs> September 2023, you know, where to, you know where to find me. Absolutely. Up to your nads in Marlborough Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Marlborough Rouge and Rouge wine. Literally swimming in, <laughs> in red wine. I, I, yeah. I do worry that a nine o'clock kickoff could mean... Oh, you're not, you are not, not seeing see that <laughs> fucking game. Tell you what, Brad. At nine o'clock on a Saturday, on that Saturday... I won't be purposely not listening to you anymore. I just <laughs> won't be able to compute anything. Absolutely. Why are them three lads just sitting there, just standing there, not being able to Sleeping. sleep or move? <laughs> not well, it's the English again. Not reacting to the game once. England, yeah. 30, 30 points to five, five up. It's like, don't want to watch. Yeah. yeah. Brad, Brad shouting, go left, or singing, the Salford Reds are rising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would be wearing my Salford top. Oh, one hundred percent. Give myself a bit of pride. Aye, definitely. Well, that's decided then. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, we should do. We should organise all our trips live on the podcast. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be good actually. Hold everyone to account then, because you said yeah. you're going to go. You've got to go. 
Yeah, exactly. We can do a, hopefully we've got more than two listeners at that point as well, so we can do a bit of a live review. I can yeah. just see just see Pat's hat stretching as he's brainstorming in his head. How are we gonna do yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> it's good on Airbnb setting your mind setting reminders for next September. We literally are we gonna be doing um we're gonna be doing two trips to France next year then, because I I've told you that we're all going to watch Toulouse versus um Catalan. Yeah. No, we're going to resolve for the away day in Catalan or Toulouse. Oh, Brad, I couldn't think it honestly. No, mate. <laughs> honestly, mate. Like, we, we've said this. Worse. The only way to, to make it fair is if we do the French derby. So the only way to do that is to plough all your efforts into supporting Toulouse and not going down this season. Yeah. Which I fancy them, to be fair. The way they played against uh, Wakefield, I thought they looked pretty good. Like. Yeah, they it's... beat Leeds as well. It's not the yeah. way they're. It's not the way they're playing. It's the team. Some teams around them are absolutely dreadful. I know. We got solved for this weekend. So tash. horrible. It's horrible to watch. You're like, what? Why are you not playing rugby league? Why are you playing TIG? <laughs> yeah, tag rugby. Sorry, tag rugby because you're not even catching the ball. No. Um. So, yeah, I've, I've not got anything else to report, boys. Not sure. Not no, sure think... if you have. Oh, one last thing. We've had one offer which has been accepted non-financial for oh. some merch. We've got one can... more. Get your non-financial offers in. Can then can said individual who's won the the cap number one send them their address? Send them my the. Uh, can they send me their address and I'll send them said merch? Yeah. I've always got to wait until the three birthdays. The irony is... We're not doing that. I speak to this individual daily about football, but I'm going to wait until they've listened to the podcast to then send me their address. Yeah, and we'll give give everyone else a clue. Good (laughs) call! Right, on that note, boys, I think we've gone for today. It's nice to be captain with you. Um, Yeah. And showing our experience of... Newcastle Magic Weekend. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. Suggestions, please, people, send suggestions for what we can talk about, our topics. I'd love to get back to a back three or dream lineup or just something completely random. Talkingheadsandtails at gmail.com at Pod. But if you are going to suggest it, I'm guessing you already know us, so just WhatsApp one of us. <laughs> Love, Love it. you, boys. Bye-bye. Cheers, Bye. fellas. Bye.